Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Casey. We take some time, some very important time, to talk about the real estate market, market conditions, and strategies. And I will tell you, the market is broken. I, uh, you know, I just took a little time off, four days, five days off, went down to Florida, played a little golf, and came back and ran some numbers. And to be honest with you, I want to puke. I really, really do. Um, you know, our inventory is up. We're going to look at interest rates. We're going to look at inventory. We're going to look at, you know, how many homes are under contract. I was shocked at what I saw. Shocked. And, um, and I'm going to go over that with you today. Real estate and listing your homes is not, it's not a hobby. This is a business. It's a very serious business. And there's a lot of money at stake. So let me take us online. Let's let's go right to Julie's uh, presentation here, and let's uh, let's talk about what's going on in the market today. So the market is broken, but let's let's take a look first at interest rates. Interest rates they bounced up a little bit. The inflation numbers came out. The jobs number is strong. So the ten-year bonds, which drive interest rates, have gone from three point nine up to four point two percent. Okay, so they've ticked up a little bit. And that, what that means is 30-year fixed mortgage rates have ticked up as well, okay? So interest rates are going back down in the low sevens, you know, high sixes, somewhere in there. Two alternatives. Seven-year arms are at 6.5%. Still a reasonable, not great, reasonable rate. There's also a 2-1 buy-down, right? So, and I'm going to tell you why this is important, because you need to get in the market. 2-1 buy-down which means if interest rates start at seven, that means your first year you're at 5%. That's your qualifying rate. Then you go to 6%. Then you go to 7%. Now, we are going, interest rates will float down. They are projected to float down. And sometime in the, between now and two years from now, interest rates will get back down into the fives. That's when you refinance and lock it in. So what you want to do is you want to marry the house right now and date the rate. And that's going to become very apparent in a few minutes, right? So, so now we know, and that was a, some advice from Billy, that uh, you really want to focus on the 2-1 buy-downs. That's what he's doing with his clients. And they're taking advantage of what's happening in the market right now. So let's take a look at what is happening in the market. Inventory. First interest rates, then inventory. Inventory. Killed us last year. Market was off 40%. Killed us. Market's up 37% over last year. Loudoun County, up over last year, right? Prince William County has been lagging all year, but now they're in the they're in the red or in the black, I guess. So now they're above. Arlington, 49% increase in their inventory this year. So an average of 25%. That is good news for the industry itself. That is good news for buyers, right? Let's look at where it is town by town, because, you know, when we're selling homes, we're selling homes in a section of Vienna or in a section of McLean, Centerville, Haymarket, wherever we are, we need to know what is the inventory like there. So in Vienna, we're up 77%. Now, for sellers, mm, makes things a little more difficult. However, everything we put on the market, and I mean a lot of $2 million homes have gone under contract first weekend at an average of 185,000 over list price. And we're not underpricing them because we test a price at one level 
there's nobody coming. We go down $50,000 and the floodgates open and all hell breaks loose. So, you know, we're not underpricing at all, but I'm telling you that five houses at $2 million, that $2 million range sold at an average of $185,000 above list price. This week, I had to look at a person who says, hey, I'm selling out a new house on the 10th of April and I got to sell a $2 million house. I said, we will sell this house before you buy that house. And he was a little taken back, I will tell you. But after you see it over and over and over again, then you have pretty confidence is very high. That beautiful house is selling. If anybody's looking for a $2 million in Vienna, give us a call. Because this one's really, really nice. And 1.3s, got those. We have some beautiful houses, a 1.799 in Vienna. Gorgeous. So you're looking for a house, give us a call, get in on the inventory before it hits the market. But as you can see down here, most of this, I, I don't even want to talk about this. I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. I need to know it personally, because I need to know if a home is correctly priced, what are its chances of going under contract the first weekend? Those are those numbers. Nothing to do with, with the rest of the public. I'm not even going to show them after this, this show, okay? But this is the number we need to focus on. The average, one of the towns we follow are up 20%. So we have more inventory. We need to be thoughtful. I went on a golfing trip with a buddy. He says to me, inventory is down. Everything is selling, right? Wrong. Inventory is up. And in a minute, you're going to see everything is not selling. It should sell, but it's not. So if you look at county by county, if you look county by county, Fairfax County, 45 or 54% of the homes that are listed active in Fairfax County that are listed are pending, con are pending or under contract without contingencies. Fairly good number. Fairfax County, over one minute, that's under a million dollars, though. Over a million dollars, seven out of 10 houses are sitting on the market unsold. Seven out of 10. Now, again, if you look to the far right, 88% of our house is putting on, and again, we're not putting on all 500,000. We're putting on 1.5s, 2 millions, 2.3 millions, you know, homes that should be more difficult to sell, as you can see here, over a million is tougher to sell than under a million. But all of them are selling. The only one that's not, sometimes sellers take my advice, sometimes they don't. That's okay. But 80 to 90% of your houses should be under contract, period, end of sentence. Look at Loudoun County. 39% of, you know, these numbers are just Arlington County, over a million dollars. You know, four out of five are sitting on the market unsold. What is this? This is a dead signal to the buyer pool out there that there are homes available, right? There are homes available out there in the markets that you're looking at. So let's take a look at this. This is the percentage of homes under contract by city and price range, okay? I just selected a few, I'm not gonna do them all. Again, we're dealing in, in uh, Vienna and Haymarket and Aldi, and we're, we're usually over a million dollars and Five out of the last 10 are $2 million properties. So those houses are all under contract, multiple contracts, over list price, first six days, no problem. Look at under a million in Vienna. 
46, six out of 10 houses are sitting on the market unsold. Six. Between 1 million and 1.5, which is what I call a sweet spot, big buyer pool there, 60% are under contract. That's fine. But over $1.5 million, seven out of 10 homes that are listed. Now, understand this. We just added 1.8 go on the market, seven contracts, 200,000 over list price. Before that, it was 10 contracts, 200,000 over list price at $2 million. So, so seven out of 10 of them are sitting and not selling. But all, all the ones that we've been listing are. So, so that is not a function of the market. This is not a function of the market. This is a function of people overpricing and underpreparing homes. I talk, I spend my life on Coffee with Casey talking about pricing, predictive analysis, know your price before you go out, prepare the home, be realistic. If you're on a pipe stem, I know the sellers are saying, hey, it's great to be on a pipe stem because it's nice and quiet. That is not preferred by buyers, period. Sorry. You can talk yourself into it, but we can't talk all the buyers into it. A pipe stem is a pipe stem. That's okay. As long as you price it accordingly, it is what it is, right? So, so we look at this and we're saying, okay, so homes over 1.5, seven out of 10 are not selling. The average percentage of assessment that those list prices are is 145%. The average percentage of assessment over the ones that are selling are 115%. If you if you put it on for 115 or around that area, trust me, you could get 120 or 122 or 125%. So think about that. 2 million, we put on one for 1.8, it sells for 2 million, right? It's 11% over, over the list price. The list price is there to get buyers into the house, right? Get them into the house. If you've done your job and you prepared it correctly and it's priced correctly, when they walk in the house, because everything else is overpriced, you are the bell of the ball. They will fight to get that house. That's the goal. Folks, this ain't a hobby, right? It's a business. You need to know what you're doing. Why is it that, oh, be quiet. Why is it that new homes in Vienna, under $2 million, we got a ton of them over $2 million, but I mean, you've got 11 or 15 under. Why is it only 20% of those are, are under contract? I mean, that's kind of like a resale being under a million dollars. They should all be under contract. This number of homes in Vienna under a million dollars, that should be 90%. Now, if I sound frustrated, I'm, I'm shocked. Shocked with what I'm looking at. And for those of you that are listening to the podcast, I'm showing a chart of percentages that homes are under contract by city and by price range. And the first one is, we'll just hit, hit one, it's under a million dollars in Vienna, six out of 10 homes are sitting on the market unsold. When we're listing $2 million houses that are selling with 10 contracts, how does that happen? New homes in Vienna under 2 million, 19%. Four out of five homes 
on the market, new homes are sitting there unsold. And you can go down the list, you, can do, you know, Western Loudoun County, four out of five homes are sitting on the market unsold. So if you across the board, the average for the markets we're looking at is 40% of the homes that are on the market are under contract pending. I don't mean that BS active with contingency. That is a nightmare. We don't even wanna mess with active contingent. That's contingent on financing. It's contingent on home inspection. It's contingent on um, uh, financing contingency, appraisal. We're not messing with that shit. We're not messing with it. Every home that comes in that we've sold, and I'm talking last weekend, seven contracts. Every one of them has a home inspection. Every stinking one of them has a home inspection. But five out of the seven removed the home inspection when we showed them our home inspection that showed that the home has been picked clean and is in great shape. Five out of seven. So there shouldn't be an active contract. It should be pending. It should be pending settlement with no contingencies, a big deposit in the bank and waiting for settlement. But what I'm looking at right now is that in, in the markets we look at, which is Leesburg, Ashburn, Aldi, Haymarket, Centerville, Oakton, uh, Vienna, new homes, 40% of the homes are under contract. So I look at Steve and I say, Steve, inventory's up, homes going under contract is way down. And it's not the fault of the market. It is the fault of the agents that overprice or the unrealistic sellers that want, I've got one, one out of 10, which is fine, which is fine. It's their house, it's not my house. I can only give advice. I can't force people to do it. But it's not gonna sell at that. And we're gonna go down a rabbit hole where we're gonna have to drop the price and you know play that game. And that's okay if it's one out of 10, that's fine. But I am telling sellers, if you want, and again, the, the reason this, this whole thing gets a little frustrating is because I know what's going on with the seven out of 10 or the six out of 10 homes. The stress, our job as realtors. And again, who, here's who listens to my podcast. My clients, um, my, my team, my agents, they, they, you know, I know they hate listening to me talk, but they listen to it. And the Samson agents, Samson Properties. So a lot of agents at Samson Properties listen to the podcast and follow the instruction, which is fantastic. And I really appreciate that. But here is where, here's what, here's what sellers have to look forward to. They can stress out picking an agent. They can stress out doing their price. They can stress out trying to declutter. I mean, this is a nightmare. So we got a professional that declutters the house for them. You know, they got to fix up the house, got a professional to do that. Then they show the house and then negotiate the contracts. But if it's overpriced, most people are stuck in this, this area right here. They never get to negotiating contracts. Six and seven out of 10 are not negotiating contracts. 
So if we do get over here to negotiating a contract, let's say we've got one contract and they're contingent on a home inspection. Now we got to go through this process. It kicks out on the home inspection. It goes back to number one. Or a financing contingency kicks out. They go back to number one. They find out there's an IRX tax judgment or lien. They're not going to find that out until late in the game. Go back to number one. So this is the cycle that seven out of 10 sellers are going through. Preparing for sale. Sometimes an agent will tell them to do things they don't need to do. That's not going to make them any money. But they got to do it. So they do it. That's the advice they get. And I'm going to say this. Let me stop for a minute. Everybody gets a lot of advice from a realtor. Everybody's got an opinion. No doubt about it. You need to authenticate the advice that you're getting. In other words, how many deals do you do per year? What are the days on market? We are not like attorneys and accountants. Man, they keep scoring everything we do. I can tell you that the top agent, that you know, one of our top agents here in Vienna listed $60 million last year and sold 20. The average days on market was 210. See this right here? All of them went through that. All of them went through that. Another agent listed 48 million, sold 21. 207 days on the market was the average on the market. This is wrong. Realtors keep score. The MLS keeps score. When you're going to select a realtor, if you want to stay out of all of this, you need to say, show me your track record. Show me your days on market. Show me houses successfully sold versus were taken off the market. I need your track record. Or you're going to go in this. Or you're going to be seven out of 10 that are really in trouble. So, Again, you know, what we're trying to do here is we're trying to make sure that pick the right agent. Now, and again, we're not right for every every market. If if somebody's down in um, um in Lake Ridge, I'm getting hose way. I'm getting the best agent I got I got right down there because I've authenticated his track record. I know he knows what he's doing. Selecting an agent should be easy. If you don't know a great agent, let us know. And we will refer you to somebody. We'll find the right agent. Or if you go, can you run a, whoa, dog, don't be doing that. Um, if you need us to look at the agent's track record and send it over to you, I have somebody on our pricing team can do that in five seconds. Say, can you send me the track record to this agent? Analyze that agent. Boom. I can analyze any agent in the market. Take me five seconds professional decluttering. We literally have a guy we pay to do this, help people declutter. Financial experts, our, our people that are with me, sitting next to me in every listing appointment are that person. They are experts in preparing that house. Where are you gonna make money on? What are you not gonna make money on? Short showing period. Our average days are six. I emphasize that to everybody because 30, 60, 80 means all the leverage is on the part of the buyer, right? But if we're selling the first six with eight contracts, we need to knock it off. Sorry. It's spring. Phones are ringing. Turn that stuff off. Where was it? If you have a house and 40 people come through and 10 people write contracts, you have all the leverage and you have no stress. 
So we're shooting for a short showing period, multiple contracts, no inspections. And again, pretty much 10 out of 10 contracts that walk into us are going to have a, a home inspection contingency. Why? It's the due diligence of the agent that they're paying to represent them. That agent is going to say, we're going to get a home inspection. It's their job. But if I have a great home inspection and it shows the home as clear as a bell and you're competing against nine other contracts, and I say, here, here is a home inspection. Due diligence solved. Home inspection removed. Let's get on with it. We've already done that work. We've already fixed what's broken. Let's just get on with settlement. So no inspections. 10 out of 10 will have inspections. Nine out of 10 will remove the inspections. You know, then it's on to moving and, and walkthroughs. And that's that's kind of the easy part. So, so I guess I'm frustrated. <clears throat> I'm very frustrated. I don't know how you can, uh, seven out of 10 homes can go on the market and um, and not be sold in a market like this. I mean, there are buyers out there. Buyers are hungry, right? So um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little shocked. So we'll keep doing coffee with Casey. Some people listen, some people don't. I will tell you the remedy is simple, right? Now, Morgan came to me this week and said, you know, we really need a mission statement. I said, oh, it's easy. World-class. First of all, world-class, that's a Marine term. That's Marines do not believe that they're the best in their town at something. They don't believe they're the best in the state. They do not believe they're the best in the country at something. They believe they are the best in the world at what they do. I don't care whether you're on the silent drill team or whether you're the, you know, a grunt, an O3 grunt. I don't care if you're running up. If you're fixing a car, a mechanic for the United States Marine Corps is the best tightest mechanic you'll ever see that is a marine corps mentality there is no sub yes they get a little cocky about that but that's just the mentality they have we are the best in the world at what we do so when i talk about what's our mission statement for the team well first of all we'll start with world class and i don't mean we're competing with vienna teams or we're competing with virginia teams or samson property teams we're competing with the best teams in the freaking world Best tools, best pricing. Nobody prices better, right? Predictive analysis, guarantee our prices where it's supposed to be, right? So, so it's world-class service. And again, I think the best service in the world is in Ireland. Because when you go to Ireland, you have people do things in Ireland that are incredible. I tell the story all the time, playing golf at a dare manor. I come at the, at the turn. I ask the person that's in the clubhouse, can you get me a Bloody Mary? She says, I don't know what that is, but I'll have it for you on the next tee box. And I thought it was crazy. She ran out, of, she ran out into the, well, there's a man, big manor house, you know, at, at dare manor. So I'm putting on the 10th green. She's walking down the fairway silver platter, glasses with big Bloody Marys. That's Irish mentality. That's Irish hospitality. So when I tell my team about service and the service you must present to clients, I don't compare it to other teams in Vienna. I don't compare it to other teams in the country. I compare it to people in Ireland, world-class. 
That is world-class service. Not Disney. Ireland. World-class. And the other is results. I want to be, I want 100% satisfaction with all the clients. I don't want 7 out of 10 selling. I want 10 out of 10 selling. We're passionate about 10 out of 10 selling. Right? So, said it's easy. It's world-class service, tools, and results. Period. Period. I don't mind people sitting in. I'm here to tell you, you know, do a, all realtors can listen to it. Do your predictive analysis. Here's how we price houses. Here's how, and, and again, last week, I disclosed the biggest secret of all, and that is there's two main markets, right? There's a local market, which is the MLS, people looking in your town for that price range and that house. That is a local market. But the bigger market is the second market. And the second market is why we're at 100%. On, on sellers that listen to me, at least. 100%. The second market is people not looking in your town. Not looking in Vienna for a $2 million house. Not looking in Fairfax Station for a $2.25 million house. Right? Not looking in Oakton for a $2 million house. They're looking at McLean. They are looking in McLean. And when the secondary marketer, Julie, our rock star, who we have a big celebration today. This is the rock stars of Samson Properties. It's going to go on at the Marriott and all the top teams are going to be there. Shit. The top person is, is, you know, is our back office, is Michelle, is Sharon, and is Julie. Why? Because they work the secondary market. And they're finding people looking in McLean for a $2 million house that can't find it. And they show them the house in Oakton. And they get their ass over to Oakton, look at it, and put in a bid. Why? Because that house in, in uh, what, you know, they bid $2.2 million on a $2 million house. Why? Because in, in McLean, it's $2.4 million or $2.5. The secondary market is that key. So so we share everything every every week on Coffee with Casey. We're not trying to hide anything. We'll tell everybody how to do it. I And again, Long and Foster or Compass or Calgary, those agents don't listen. I think we're idiots. You know, they're in their own friggin' world. They're the seven out of 10 with houses sitting unsold. I'm trying to get through to is obviously our sellers, our agents, and the agents of Samson Properties. Because as Samson Properties goes, we go. So hopefully they take advice. I think a lot of them do. I'm going to enjoy celebrating with them, but I will tell you the rock star of our team won't be with us today. She's in the back office uh, trying to find buyers for five listings going on the market that are not looking in the in the local market. They are out here, and that's what they do. And that's how you get 9 out of 10, or should be 10 out of 10. That's how you get world-class results. My name is Casey Sampson. This is Coffee with Casey. You can check it on Spotify or Apple podcast or whatever. Julie does a great job. We're sitting in a West Palm Beach airport and my buddy pulls up and he's looking for podcasts to watch on the plane. We came up number four. So Julie, again, does a great job. You can catch us 1030 uh, every on Facebook Live or just check in with the Casey Sampson team page. Julie will put it up every Thursday. We'll see you again next week. Bye now.